Hello, and welcome to the Bride Tender Podcast. I'm your host, Esty Gordon, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail and let's get ready to discuss all things weddings. So typically, yes, like we definitely tend to the brides, but today we're going to focus on something that we don't usually talk about, which is the grooms. And I'm really excited to be here with Michael Andrews of Michael Andrews Bespoke in Manhattan. And we're going to discuss all the custom items him and his team prepare for our grooms for their special day. So first, I want to say, Michael, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Delighted to be here. Um, I'm really excited that we get to kind of like talk about something a little different because usually we're talking about all things bride and today will be all things groom. But I know that you have like a few other things that your company does. So we might we might touch on the bride just just a smidge. (laughs) Um, How's everything going for you throughout the pandemic? you know, it's it's been slow, um, as it has been with everybody in our industry, but we're beginning to see things pick up, which is uh, is very good. We've been very fortunate in that we've not really been, aside from business-wise, have not been directly affected uh, by it. So everybody's been safe and healthy, and we're, we're glad the shop has been able to stay open. Yeah, thank God. I know, it's so crazy, like, what's going on all throughout, not just the country, but the world, but New York in general. Um, I know you're in Manhattan. I, I'm from Long Island. I typically work in the city. Is just took such a big hit in 2020 of just so much having to stay closed. So it's good that you were able to stay open throughout this time. And more importantly, that everybody was healthy. Yeah. So now... How did Michael Andrews Bespoke like come to be? How did it come to life? Uh, great question. I'm an ex-mergers and acquisitions lawyer and had to wear a suit and tie to work every day. Started getting my own suits custom made, but I wasn't finding exactly what I wanted. What Either the, the fabric wasn't right or the quality wasn't right or the service wasn't right. And I thought to myself, there's really got to be a better way of doing this. And we started the business 14 years ago, and now we're the largest uh, full bespoke tailor in the country, Um, one of the largest uh, luxury custom suiting providers uh, just about anywhere. That's pretty cool. It's funny that you said that um, you were a lawyer beforehand, because I tend to notice I have a few friends who are lawyers, and they're also like very creative. Like I find that a lot of like the lawyers I know also have this like creative side, which obviously you do as well. Um, well, I, I always say that lawyers will do anything they can to stop practicing law. So it, it might be as much as that. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. So I've like kind of been seeing that, especially now, a lot of grooms are more expressive in what they wear for their wedding day. It's not just like your typical black tux anymore. People are you know, branching more out into colors, you know, you might do the navy blue, you might do the gray, you might do the white dinner jacket, black pants. What are some trends that you see happening? Well, that's exactly right. Guys have begun to figure out that they have some freedom. If you think about it, what the bride is wearing is is a costume. If you wore a bridal dress down the street in the middle of the day, everyone would assume you're crazy. 
you do it on your wedding day and it, it's perfectly normal. Um, but that gives people, if you think about it more like a costume, it gives everybody the freedom to do really whatever they want. There's not anything that the bride or that the groom's gonna put on that will look, I mean, there, I shouldn't say there's not anything, but you have a lot more freedom to do creative, adventurous things that you wouldn't get to do uh, otherwise. And so we're seeing a lot of color, a lot of texture, a lot of pattern, um, velvets, brocades, um, you know, you, you name it. And um, uh, at some point I'll turn the camera around, I can show you a few of the pieces uh, that we've done, but, but guys have been very adventurous. Um, you know, it's also, it's, the, it's one of the easiest things to justify. When you look at where money is spent on the wedding, the groom's outfit is about the only thing that can be reused. That's um, so true. So it's the easiest expense to justify. And so, you know, if you're buying a regular tuxedo, you're going to be able to wear it for years and years. But even uh, more creative formal wear can be worn both dressed up for other black tie events, but can be dressed down kind of casually too. You could take a velvet dinner jacket and throw it on with jeans and a t-shirt and wear it out on a Friday night. Definitely. And I think that a tuxedo, a suit, anything, it's one of those purchases that it's like, it's an investment definitely worth making because you know that you're going to get multiple uses out of it. That's right. Yeah, unlike the flowers, the invitations and, and everything else, it's a one-time thing, so. It's so true, it's so true. And you know, here on this podcast, we're here to like help people save a buck too. I know, I'm not supposed to say that, but. Nope, nothing buck. wrong with that. Uh, we, we, go out, <laughs> we go out of our way to do right uh, by our clients as well. Um, now you have like the expertise in fashion on what looks good versus what is like an absolute no. What are some fashion do's and fashion don'ts that you think um, you know you can share with our couples for maybe what the groom should do for their day? Well, the, the biggest don't that I will caution people on uh, is if you're doing, particularly if you're doing a more traditional wedding, if you want a classic tuxedo or you want to really present a traditional look, the, a tuxedo is a unique garment that is different than a suit. So off the rack, you frequently see tuxedos that have notch lapels, two buttons, flat pockets. They look like a suit that somebody put some black satin on. And that's not what it should be. A, a tuxedo is different. So uh, a tuxedo should always be one button. There should never be flaps on the pocket and it should have a peak lapel or a shawl collar. Um, and that, that's just the rule, despite the fact that it is just as common off the rack to see uh, dumbed down garments, for lack of a better term. Um, now, aside from that, if you wanted to do, if you want to break the rules and you want to sort of throw that out the window, that's fine. You can, you can do that, but just be aware uh, that that's not what a traditional tuxedo should be. Um, aside from that, uh, you know, I don't, I think you have as much freedom as you want. A couple of tips would be if you're doing a cream dinner jacket, uh, kind of that James Bond look, it, uh, it should not have silk on it. You, you sometimes see shiny white silk on, and you look like you're going to a prom. Um, and that jacket is worn with black tuxedo or navy blue tuxedo trousers. Um, so just a little tip. People sometimes get confused by that. They either want to do all white, which is fine if you want to do all white, but that's just a different choice. I feel like even being like 
like on the bride side, it's so tough to wear all white because what if you get that thing dirty? Yeah. I mean, I'm That's not very We have to educate guys on is they think that the, they, they hear white dinner jacket. It is actually usually cream because you they're, they can't get wool bright white without damaging the fiber. So if you're doing, if you want an optic white dinner jacket, uh, it's going to be either polyester, some type of poly blend uh, or cotton. Uh, the traditional, what we think of as white dinner jacket is actually a cream dinner jacket. Mm. I, I happen to really like the cream dinner jacket look with like black pants, not like an all cream tux. That's a little much, you know, for me, but, uh, but I do like the, the cream dinner jacket. I think it's just like such a nice sleek look. Um, I will, one other misconception that we, that comes up a lot is when people first hear uh, midnight blue tuxedos, they, they, they focus on the blue part of that and not the midnight part of that. Um, a true midnight blue tuxedo actually looks blacker than black under evening light. So sometimes people come in and like, I don't want a blue tuxedo. And then I'll show them two next to each other. And they're like, those are both black. And I'm like, nope, one's black, one's midnight blue. Um, but it's very hard. If I weren't right next to each other, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Now, plenty of people are doing Royal or Navy tuxedos that look blue, but that is a, that's also, that's a different thing. That's more, again, more of a style choice. Nothing wrong with it. They look great. But. Yeah. It's just knowing the difference and seeing the difference before saying, oh, I don't want that before. I mean, you might, I think that we see this all the time just in general is people being like, I definitely don't want that. And then they see it in person and they're like, oh, actually this works for me. Right. You end up going with what you weren't expecting to go with. Yeah, I think people are very often, particularly with that, with the midnight blue tuxedo surprised, ple pleasantly surprised. Uh, and then they're like, oh, I really like that. Now I see why that's actually the, often the better choice. Exactly. Um, with so many like Corona weddings going on and we see that like, they're still happening, you know, people are doing smaller dinner parties or, you know, just doing like ceremonies right now, pushing their parties back to later. Um, you know, I've been seeing a lot of, you know, brides who don't want to wear their dress yet. They want to save their dress. So they're going for a different look for their ceremony on the actual like date that they were supposed to. And they're going for like the suit look, like the white or the cream suit. What do you think of that? Well, that's a trend that we've seen uh, during Corona more, more than more than before, we have done, had more weddings where we've done both the bride and the groom uh, for, for that reason uh, where they've both opted to be in something a little more uh, casual is probably not the right word, but you know, the, the, the bride is in uh, say like a white suit uh, instead of uh, a white dress so that she can move around. They're doing it outside. It's in the park. It's only 10 people. The full on wedding dress maybe seems a bit much, but they still want some level of formality. Yeah. I actually really like the look because I also think that I think like like a woman, like in a really tailored suit is such like a boss look. Like I personally love it. it it's also a great, uh, even for bigger weddings, if you're doing the more traditional wedding dress, it's a great uh, uh, costume change after, you mm -hmm. know, for, for, the, for the party afterwards, if you want to dance and not destroy your dress, 
throw on the white suit and then yeah. you're as comfortable as all the rest of your guests. Yeah. And it's good for a lot of events leading up to the wedding too, sure. like rehearsal dinner the night before, bridal shower, uh, brunch the following day. Because and again, I, it's something you can wear again afterwards too, which makes it exactly easier. you can wear again afterwards. And I feel like your wedding as a bride is like that time where you really get to like wear all white if you want to. So it's like for all these occasions leading up in that day, it's like wear the hell out of white, like, <laughs> like you know, take it by storm. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, one of the other things worth mentioning back on the groom uh, is we, we've had a number of situations where, I, mean, I, I joke, we're the only bar in the city that's still open um, uh, because we, we, we do have a full bar. Oh my God, <laughs> um, that's so fun. Uh, where you know, the, the groom, they can't really have a bachelor party or uh, do a lot in that respect, will um, you know, get his groomsmen together and they'll come... Uh, Come in here and they can get fitted you know doing something like a custom shirt or uh custom ties are great options that that we're able to help the, the groomsmen with you know it's a great groomsmen gift do you see a lot of people doing i just i tend to see this a lot in um more in like video trailers from people's weddings that the grooms are now kind of like having the inside of their jackets like embroidered on the side with like sayings or photos, things like that. So uh, that's something if you do custom, most places will let you uh, pick your name tag. And so for uh, wedding tuxedos, we very often will put both the bride and the groom's name, the wedding date. Uh, although with COVID, uh, we've had to change those multiple times for a number of folks. Uh, because right. their weddings have moved and then moved again, yeah. uh, unfortunately. Hopefully that, that trend ends. Uh, but something that we do and a, a handful of other custom places do as well is we offer custom linings. And so one of my favorites was uh, we had a client who had had this beautiful picture he proposed to his wife on top of a mountain. And so there's this picture of him down on one knee holding the ring. Somebody got this great panoramic picture. And then we put that picture in his wedding tuxedo. So the picture oh, of engagement was in the tuck was in what he got married in, which is really fantastic. It's so cool because it's like, you know, I I think fashion is like a big, you know, like form of like expression. And it's kind of fun to see like the grooms be able to do this now too. Like it's always been like the weddings are like all about the bride. And like I'm not gonna sit here and say it's not about the bride. But like, it's cool for the like groom to have like things that are like tailored, like specifically to him. Yeah, oh, I, I think that's right. I mean, particularly with our clients, we see we it, it's probably self-selecting, but we have a lot of grooms who are much more involved uh, in the, the whole wedding process than your sort of typical groom, I think would be. Yeah, I actually, so I don't know if you like know much about like, my podcast or the aesthetic or anything that I go for but I decided when doing this like to have like a color scheme because I'm like like that like I have to like pick a color go with it like that's like me to a T so I did this whole photo shoot and I had um a purple like full length like ball gown from Lord and Taylor it's like like a really big dress all sparkly 
And like one of my dreams with it is to turn it into a suit. Oh, wow. That, that's. Is that um, possible? Or is that uh, depending on the fabric, yeah, it might very well be. Um, you know, there's a real trend with sustainability to uh, reuse fabrics like that, so that uh, you know, not that a wedding dress or whatever would end up in the in the landfill, but it's a, it's a great way of of making use of something that already exists. I think in like today's generation too, we see for women, um, you know, especially like you know, women entrepreneurs, CEOs, you know, who do get dressed every day, people in the fashion industry, they will wear suits, but they like bring it to life by giving it a pop of color. So opposed to, you know, you of course will have like your black suit for like your, like your very important business meetings. And then you have your color ones for when you're like, this is fun. I want to like look good, but also show I'm a boss. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> That's my dream with the pur- turning that purple dress into the suit. Then I can get like a little like two for one action on it because I can't wear that dress that's again. Great. That will be ridiculous. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I might have to come visit you one day. We're not far. <laughs> you know, exactly. So um, what kind of like projects or upcoming things should our brides and grooms look out for from Michael Andrews Bespoke? Oh, great question. Um, the biggest thing that we've been working on right now, we've partnered with He Spoke Style, which is one of the most uh, widely followed menswear blogs and YouTube channels out there. Um, we've, we're basically running their whole e-commerce shop. Um, so we've worked, Brian, the, the author of the site, we've worked with him for 10 years. He got his first custom suit from us, uh, way, way back in the day. And we've continued to be good friends and make stuff for him over the years. And when he decided he wanted to launch his shop, uh, we kind of raised our hand and said, let's, why don't we kind of take this over for you? And it's great because it lets him focus on his creative content side. Uh, and then he basically has a bespoke workshop behind him that can make whatever it is that, that he he wants to kind of talk about. Um, yeah. And so that, that's really been terrific. Uh, we made his wedding tuxedo for him. And so there's several formal wear pieces on the site. And we're looking forward to really building that out uh, because he became a self-educated kind of menswear wedding expert. Uh, and we pride ourselves on being wedding experts. So we're really, we've concentrated some of the, the best expertise out there uh, in that area. Uh, as far as other things we're working on is uh, kind of expanding our offering of more casual wear. We've, uh, in the last couple of years, had launched jeans, sweaters, knitwear, custom swim, and we're continuing to innovate on uh, new, more casual pieces because the reality is fewer and fewer people are putting on a suit and tie to go to work every day. So, uh, and we're very excited to have weddings start back up because weddings have always been a critical, uh, important piece of our business. And we expect that to, uh, to only to continue to grow in the future. It's so true. Um, I really cannot wait for weddings to come back. You know, I don't want to say like full swing, cause I don't know if we'll see it full swing for a while, but at least, um, you know, some will come back because it has been so strange for like, especially a year like 2020, we had all of these like very popular, cool, trendy dates to work with. 
um, like 10, 10, 20 would have been big, six, 20, 20, like everybody loves, you know, that. And, uh, and it was crazy this year with so much having to push back to 2021. So hopefully now that there's the vaccine out and things seem to be, you know, hopefully opening up a little bit more. Yeah. I'm, I remain very, very hopeful. So me too. But I, I do think that you having like a casual line is such a great option also because the world has had to like pivot throughout this time. And so many people in our industry, I'm sure you've seen, have had to kind of pivot with what they're, they do in business to like accommodate the new normal, which is the new normal being that we're not all going to the office every day. Not everybody is like getting dressed every day. So like having a casual line is good too, because it's something that you could wear whether, you know, whether you're heading into the city for work or you're working from home. Yeah. No, it, it's been great. Uh, and I, I don't know how I, I managed to say all that without talking about our, without mentioning our women's line, which interestingly, our women's sales have held fairly steady. Like we've seen a decline in, uh, with, our, with our menswear sales. Uh, but I think women always want to look good. They always want to get dressed up. And I think with fewer and fewer options out there, uh, you know, got, rest in peace uh, with some of the stores that have gone under. But I know <laughs> um, where, uh, you know, we, we've seen our, our women's business uh, continue to grow, which has been terrific. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, OK, so I have one last question for you before I have you like kind of just like show us a little bit of the store and what you guys offer. So everybody who comes on, I asked them this question. Um, what advice do you have for our current brides and grooms who are currently planning in the midst of a pandemic? Well, as far as the planning goes, uh, just remain flexible. We've got a client whose wedding for Memorial Day of last year was canceled and rescheduled for Memorial Day of this year. And we're keeping our fingers crossed that they're going to be able to pull that one off. So, um, you know, flexibility is really the key. Uh, there, to your point, at least until the fall, I don't think we're going to see these great big weddings coming back because we really have to have the vaccine widely distributed. So right. even through the summer, I think we're going to see a lot more outdoor weddings. So make sure you're dressing for the weather uh, and just you know, be prepared to be comfortable and be able to pivot at the last minute. So. I think that's the best advice. It's so true. Be able to pivot and be flexible on your date, have a backup, you know. Which is good advice no matter what, but totally. in, in these uncertain times, more so than ever. Yeah. I always say to people because my bat mitzvah, which was like a very long time ago, but it was like in the middle of winter, it was like on a snowstorm of like two feet of snow. And like the party went on, like luckily, like everything was fine. Like pretty much everybody made it. But I always say like people who plan parties during the winter, they kind of always have to have like a little bit of a backup plan. I mean, this is if you live in a cold, a cold climate, but, um, but now it's like, no matter what, it doesn't matter what season, it doesn't matter what state you're in. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like just have like a little bit of a backup right. plan. Yeah, weather is more unpredictable and you know, everything else. So it's so true. 
<laughs> All right, so let's see. You want to give us a little bit of a tour? Yeah, I'm going to flip this camera around here. So a you know, quick little 360 of the shop. Uh, if you were coming in, you'd be coming in through the front door. We're closed right now. That's why the gate's down. Um, and then, like I mentioned, we have our full bar here. And, you know, that's a function of uh, men more so than women, but, you know, women to some degree, too. Uh, guys don't like to shop. And so, but they like to drink and hang out with, uh, you know, other guys. And so the first thing we do is when someone comes in, we'll sort of sit down and talk to them about what it is that they want and have a drink and they relax and then we can help design some great clothes for them. Uh, I was showing you earlier, um, you know, so here's a couple of our tuxedos. Uh, this right here is midnight blue. The, the biggest difference between the midnight blue and the black is, let's see, the light's a little tough if I do that, That's, is it lets the lapels stand off from the jacket a little bit more. So there's a little bit more differentiation between the black satin on the lapel uh, and, the, and the fabric itself. Um, and then next to it, which is actually covered by a, an overcoat right now, is usually our black version so that you can see kind of black uh, against the blue. Uh, and then this overcoat, we've put a, a mink collar on it uh, just to give it a little bit of elevation. Uh, and then here's a whole bunch of other different uh, formal wear options, kind of going down the row here is kind of again a, a cla classic black tuxedo we've got uh, a blue one next to it here's your classic white now here's your actual real that's your oh i love that right there, there's your true navy blue tuxedo um oh look at that red velvet oh and you'll like this we were talking about custom linings love that so this is the red velvet with the King of New York in it. Oh my God. That is, is so cool. That is like definitely for a very specific groom. That would definitely be for a very specific groom. <laughs> um, I love that. And then last, I'll show you this over here. Again, we were talking about, here's our cream dinner jacket. And this is next to an outfit, uh, a woman's outfit that I'm gonna pull this out here into the light a little bit more. It's a green velvet uh, dress jacket. And so you can wear this with heels and uh, stockings so that, uh, or tights uh, and as a dress, and it looks beautiful, but you can also put it on over uh, jeans and sneakers as a long jacket. Uh, and uh, it, it's really super versatile, very flattering. We found that uh, longer jackets like this that come down you know, well below uh, a, a woman's seat Mm -hmm. are, are very elongating. And so if somebody has a little, you know, extra that they, they want to camouflage, uh, it's, a, it's a great option for that. Um, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And then uh, maybe last, uh, lastly here, I'll highlight, this is a, a woman's white tuxedo. Ooh. And again, this is a great option, uh, both for uh, someone who wants to change out of their wedding dress after the ceremony. Uh, but also then we've, we've done a lot of this for same-sex weddings uh, where both the brides are not necessarily uh, gonna be in a wedding dress. Yeah, that's a good idea too. I like the all white like tux look. I think that like 
even if you're not a bride, like it can definitely be used and it like, it could like look really nice even for work or for just like fashion, just for a night out too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd have a hard time because I spill things on myself. But... Oh, me too. Me too. Like, it's not for me because like I need to be in dark colors, but like for somebody who's careful, yeah. it's a gold mine. Yeah, well, I, I, I love white. I order brand new white pants every season because uh, I'm only going to get one season's wear out of them. But uh. um, I feel like I had a year where I like definitely was like, I'm going to start wearing white pants. And I bought two pairs and I did wear them. But like every time I wore them, I got them dirty. And it was just, it was not the same by the end of the season. I was like, okay, I might really not be meant for this. Fortunately, my, my fiance always carries uh, shout wipes around with her wherever we go to keep me clean. So, <laughs> Well, you hold on to her because she sounds like a keeper. <laughs> well, first of all, Michael, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Oh, such a pleasure. It's been fun. Um, we're going to definitely have to meet one day in person at your, at your shop. I'm going to have to bring my purple dress. So Please you can tell me if it's a, a project. Yeah, if it's a possibility. You might think I'm crazy after you see it, but you know, it's worth a shot. Worth a shot. <laughs> so for everybody, um, let everybody know where they should follow you on Instagram to kind of like get some inspiration for their for their special day. Uh, we're Michael Andrews Bespoke on Instagram, or you can visit us at michaelandrews.com. And we're located at uh, Two Great Jones Alley, which is in the heart of NoHo in Manhattan. Very nice. And they are open right now. They are catering to micro weddings, ceremonies, um, getting ready for, you know, weddings to really come back in full swing, like very soon. (laughs) Um, And honestly, just like your everyday wear, if you're looking for, you know, some casual items as well to just like hang in your closet. So everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of The Bride Tender, um, where we have new episodes every single Monday. Uh, You can subscribe and listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere that you listen to podcasts because we're on every streaming platform now. And of course, um, make sure to watch this on YouTube so you can get some inspiration for your special day and see some options that could work for you. Um, if you're not already following me, please follow me at the bride tender on Instagram, um, where, um, I share fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your special day and hiring the best in the business to execute on your wedding day. Um, go follow Michael at Michael Andrews Bespoke and get some inspiration for your special day and for your your everyday wear. Maybe you need some new items in that closet. You know, it's a new year. It's 2021. It's time to freshen up. (laughs) Until next week, mix yourself a cocktail, slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings. Stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.